In my very first episode, I talked about how it took me so long to get started on a podcast because I didn't know where to start and I was getting in my own way. Well, I don't want y'all to end up like me and wait two plus years to get started on your dreams. So do yourself a favor and download the Anchor app. It is free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right there on your phone. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So they literally do all the hard work for you. But the best part is that you can get paid with no minimum listenership. Everything you need to make a podcast is all in one place. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. babies it's your girl Majine aka Mama Maj and you are listening to Mama Majism we're gonna go ahead and get started with a guided meditation but before we do that I want to go ahead and give my kudos to once again <laughs> mindfulnessexercises.com and this is their guided meditation on reflecting on a role model which is really important really cool really like this one so we're gonna get into it and this exercise I'll talk about the importance of having a mindful role model in your life to help you envision how you want to be and the qualities of character you want to develop. And before I get fully into this, we're going to go ahead and start with a couple of deep breaths so that we're in the right headspace. Go ahead and give me a nice long deep breath in. Hold and release. Deep breath in, hold, and release. Again, deep breath in, hold, and release. Awesome. Now, who is a person who you look up to, who you feel is mindful in some way. Someone who shows non-judgmental awareness, even in stressful situations. They could be a teacher, a parent, guidance counselor, therapist, or someone in your community. give you a moment to kind of think about who comes to mind. Reflect on the qualities of presence that they have. How do they make you feel? Do they judge you? Are they present for how you show up for whatever comes their way? How is their speech? How do they talk? What kind of words do they use? Do they smile? How do they look at you? How do they look at others? How do they hold their posture? What kind of decisions have they made about their life? 
Do you know what their purpose or mission in life is? You may not have the answers to all these questions, but these are definitely some things that you want to start paying attention to and noticing, especially in people who you call your role models. Do they smile often? Do they show up for you? Do they judge you? How do they make you feel? These are all very important. And now, reflect on how you want to be. How mindful can you be in a daily life, even in tough situations? Reflect on the qualities of presence that you want to develop. How would that feel? Would you judge others? Are you present for how you show up? For whatever comes your way? How is your speech? How do you talk? What kind of words do you use? Do you smile? How do you look at others? How do you look at yourself? How do you hold your posture? What kind of decisions have you made about your life? Do you know what your purpose or mission in life is? How does your role model of mindfulness influence you? Were the answers for your role model versus the answers for yourself similar? Are they dissimilar? And if they are different, are they your role model because you wish to achieve their level of whatever answers that you provided? to think about so to recap it's important to have a mindful role model in your life to help you envision how you want to be and the qualities of character you want to develop who is a person who you look up to who you feel is mindful in some way someone who shows non-judgmental awareness even in stressful situations they could be a teacher a parent guidance counselor a therapist, or even someone in your community. Now, reflect on how you want to be. How mindful can you be in daily life, even in tough situations? Deep breath in. Hold. Release. Deep breath in. Hold. And release. One more time. Deep breath in. Hold. Release. 
awesome. Thank you for doing that guided meditation with me. I think that this one in particular is really important because sometimes we can choose the wrong people to be our role models. And not only is it important to have a role model, but I think it's a great idea to have a role model in mindfulness, someone who you can look up to that um, does a good job of of using mindfulness to their advantage and, you know, to kind of put things in perspective and allow you to reset so that you can continue in a positive light as opposed to allowing the negative, the negative ways of life to boggle you down and keep you from going after what you want in life because it's a thousand percent mind over matter. (laughs) Now let's get into the episode. Hello, my babies. It is your girl, Majine, aka Mama Maj, and you are listening to Mama Majism. I hope you all enjoyed, wow, I hope you all enjoyed your Juneteenth and supported some Black-owned businesses. (sighs) Yesterday was Father's Day, so of course, gotta go ahead and shout out all the fathers out there. Special shout out to my dad, my brother, my uncles, cousins, plus a few friends who are also fathers. Uh, yeah, (laughs) I was a little unsure what direction to take this episode because it can go quite a few ways, uh, but I'll hold off on the controversial topics for another time. Uh, I do want to make sure that I let this episode be for the present and active fathers out there. And I also want to give a shout out to the fathers who are no longer with us, um, like my grandpa and also the fathers who are no longer with us due to, uh, police murdering them okay just keeping it simple um so anyway back to on the topic um growing up I liked to believe myself to be a daddy's girl I would always try and be under my dad when I could I always wanted to connect with him since I'm his only daughter and I always felt like I had to compete for his attention with my brothers because I mean I just felt like we didn't have much in common since I wasn't into sports or whatever that whatever else he would bond with my brothers about. Um, And as I mentioned in previous episodes, uh, I grew up as an army brat, so my dad spent a lot of his time overseas or at work, so the times when I did see him made all the difference for me. When my parents got divorced, it made things even harder to create and maintain a relationship with him. And as the years progressed, my need to become a daddy's girl had diminished, but my love for my father never changed and honestly never will. He is not a perfect man, but neither am I a perfect woman. I've seen him at his lowest and his highest, and I appreciate all of his efforts at becoming a better version of himself. Any progress is progress, right? (laughs) Uh, And so, in honor of Father's Day being yesterday, um, I wanted to share, and since time is of the essence at this moment, I wanted to share five things that my dad has taught me over the years. Number one, never ask a question that I am not ready to hear the answer to. And also, uh, never ask if someone has ever killed someone before. <laughs> oh, sorry. All right. Uh, just to give a little background, I remember when I was younger, uh, we were visiting family. We were at like an aunt's house, and I had asked my dad if he ever killed someone because, as I've mentioned, he was 
in the army. Um, and he never answered my question, but <laughs> he did tell me to never ask someone a question like that, even if they are family. I didn't, I didn't really get why. Um, but I mean, looking back at it now, that is a pretty wild question to ask somebody, especially in public and unprovoked. Like it was a random question. I just remember that's just how my brain works. Sometimes I was just thinking, well, I seen pictures of my dad in his military attire holding a gun. So my mind automatically went to, he must've killed people. <laughs> like, so I wanted to ask and, and know if he has or not. Um, but he definitely taught me never to ask somebody if they killed anyone. Um, and ever since then, I have yet to ask anyone again. And I probably never will because I don't think I would even want to know. Um, <laughs> but also I say never ask a question that I'm not ready to hear the answer to because there have been times when I would inquire and get my feelings hurt because it wasn't what I wanted to hear. And my dad has no problem bluntly telling me how he feels. Uh, so I learned to be a little bit more strategic with my questions. Uh, to phrase it in a way where I won't get my feelings hurt. So it's come in handy, you know. Number two. When you're given the opportunity to make a list of things you want, <laughs> make sure to list all the things. So one time I stayed at my dad's place for a few weeks over summer break or something. I don't remember. I was younger. Um, he woke my brother and I up early one morning to go grocery shopping for food items that we wanted to eat like throughout that our stay mind you my brain was mush because it was early in the morning and so I had only picked up a few things I wasn't thinking in terms of like oh this is food that we're going to be eating throughout our stay it's just like oh what do you want today so I only picked up a few things so later on that day I went in the kitchen to make something to eat and I grabbed something that was not on my list and he made it a point <laughs> to tell me that I didn't put that on my list uh but it was in the kitchen so I was like a uh, fair game question mark guess not okay um <laughs> but I had learned in that moment for one that uh, when you have a parent in the military they really are about the principle they are like all about like you know sticking to whatever plan they had set in motion um but also because of that um I now have ready lists of grocery items that I eat that are separated by store cooking type and shelf life so um it has been convenient for me in a lot of different ways number three how to be respectful to my elders growing up my siblings and I had to say yes ma'am no ma'am yes sir no sir thanks to my dad of course being in the military I honestly got so used to it I just assumed it was expected from every kid to like say that so whenever I heard a friend say huh or what to like their parent I would be waiting for them to get their ass beat for just for being disrespectful uh but that never happened <laughs> because uh their parents didn't instill that in them which is fine um but this did um this little thing did set me apart from my classmates because I was uh, mildly well behaved because I would always tell the teacher yes yes sir no ma'am you know whatever depending on if it was a man or a woman um and I say mildly well behaved because I was definitely still talking my head off during class but I was respectful I wasn't rude you know can't 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 get can't get it right all the time you know <laughs> and number four how to create traditions and memories with the family. Now, I don't know about y'all, but my parents were always really good at capturing moments through camcorders and Polaroids. Shout out to my 90s babies. Uh, my mom more so than my dad, but 
one thing that my dad always did when my brother and I would visit him is uh, turn the living room into <laughs> a wild and out freestyle battle where we would set the camera up, put on an instrumental and literally take turns freestyling. I obviously was more of an observer or like a background dancer because rapping is not my forte in the slightest. But thanks to him, recording those family moments will be forever memorialized. Thankfully, no one outside the family has witnessed these videos and I pray that they never see the day of light because they are embarrassing and I do not look good, okay? <laughs> and I do not sound good. He, I used to sing a lot when I was younger so he would like make me sing on camera, uh, especially since if I didn't want to rap, he was like, okay, sing. And then I would try and sing and he's like, no, sing right, sing better. And I'm like, I'm trying. <laughs> stressful um so yeah but even though it <laughs> I'm very thankful for those times and I look back and I laugh at them and my brother has some of the videos and um sometimes I'll watch them with him and it's it's a fun little laugh to see um how far we've come <laughs> and um the fifth one, the importance of storytelling and identifying the moral of the story. Since my dad was in the military and we moved around a lot, we would always hit the road on long trips to see our family. If traffic had its way, a two hour drive easily turned into a four hour one, which meant we had to be creative to help pass the time. If we weren't listening to music or sleeping, my dad would um, have us go around in a circle and tell a story. Now he is a story, is a master storyteller, by the way. So none of our stories compared to his. It was like, like honestly, he should write a book because he's really good at um, <laughs> telling stories. One in particular, which honestly, I think he used story time to basically tell us of all the times that he was bad as a kid. Um, but he would always tell stories about uh, Billy Badass, which I'm pretty sure was him. Um, and all of the mischief he would get into as a kid. Um, now for us, the story could be whatever we wanted, but the catch was at the end of the story that we told, we had to share what the moral of the story was. Um, and so I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes I would cheat and I would just retell stories of books that I've read in the past. And then I would just kind of like pretend to struggle to come up with parts of the story so that it was believable and that like I made it up. Um, but yeah, they had no idea that I was basically plagiarizing. <laughs> and uh, if they're listening now, hey, wish up, I'm telling on myself. Um, but I, I, I've always appreciated that because it kind of forced us to get creative and use our brain um, and like not only come up with an entertaining story to tell, but to also think, okay, you told a story. Now, what was the lesson? What was the meaning behind this story? Like, what is it that you want the audience to come away with um and honestly it didn't really t it took me until this exact moment to make the connection that it's kind of like a full circle moment because here I am using storytelling to highlight the the morals and the lessons that I've learned um with my experiences so um you know sometimes you really just kind of have to take a step back and look at the things that your parents or your role models have have taught you and then see how it applies to you in this day or if you have utilized the things that they've taught you um and what that looks like now because obviously in in the now it doesn't the lesson that I learned from this isn't that I get on the phone with my friends and I make them tell stories and then give me the moral no 
what I got from that is now I understand the importance of um, not only storytelling and telling your story and, um, you know, creating creating an entertainment type of thing, but with a lesson behind it, you know, like, and that is exactly what this podcast is. That is literally the essence of this podcast. So it's actually pretty wild that um, I've come full story with that. So I am thankful for these lessons and I intend to utilize them to my advantage as I continue to work on being the best version of myself. Uh, In this time, I do want to challenge all of you to take some time if you haven't already and think about the lessons you've learned from your dad, your father, your your poppy, your papa, I don't know, whatever you call your your dad. Um, And if you don't have one or um, if he isn't around, also consider the male figures in your life who have been a mentor or a role model for you. Uh, similar to what a father might be. It is all valid, in my opinion. And if anyone got a problem with that, tell them my mom said so, and they can they can be me at the dough, okay? Because I got time. Nothing but, thanks to, uh, thanks to Corona. So, yeah, thank you for, thank you for tuning in um, and taking the time to listen. Please be sure to subscribe if you haven't already. And if you like this episode, you should share it with a friend. Make sure to follow all of my Mama Majism accounts if you haven't already. Everything is under Mama Maj, M-A-M-M-A-J-I-S-M on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, on LinkedIn. I made a LinkedIn page. So um, go ahead and follow that, I think is the proper word to use. I'm still trying to figure out LinkedIn, but you know, your girl trying to get on her professional tip, you feel me? So uh, if you're trying to get on your professional tip as well, go ahead and follow the page. Thank you. Uh, and if you've been rocking with me for a minute and you want to take your support a step further, you can go to patreon.com slash mamamajism. That is p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash m-a-m-m-a-j-i-s-m or anchor.fm forward slash mamamajism forward slash support or a-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M forward slash M-A-M-M-A-J-I-S-M forward slash S-U-P-P-O-R-T <laughs> to financially support me. Whew. Shout out to my dad, actually, for being my first financial supporter. It's lit, it's lit. Uh, so be like my dad and like financially support me or whatever. Um, and those pricing, um, and the, the way to support ranges, it could be from a dollar to $5 to 10, um, whatever works for you, you know, whatever you feel in your heart. Uh, but yeah, thank you again for tuning in. Um, please, please, please be kind to one another. And from the bottom of my heart, I love you. Bye.